Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to the latest installment of Path to Abundant Living. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got our stars of the show in Mr. Scott Morrison and Matt Nordman over at Morrison Nordman and Associates. They're going to be joining us, and we'll be tackling another wealth management-related topic today. That is what we do here on the show and we've had a lot of topics here this season, a lot of good good conversations surrounding the stuff that you know Matt and Scott and their clients are dealing with on a regular basis. But today's topic's a little different. It's something that we haven't necessarily touched on before in any way, shape, or form. What am I talking about? Well, let's just kind of frame up today's discussion by acknowledging the fact that we're living longer these days, right? And that means that our wealth, you know, it might see us through a relatively lengthier retirement, maybe than and a more lengthy retirement than maybe the one that we initially anticipated for. So today, Scott, Matt, and I, we're going to be exploring just how this increasingly important aspect of wealth management, which is called longevity planning, how this can potentially position our finances for the long haul for those years beyond maybe what we had initially anticipated for. So that being said, let's go ahead and bring the fellas out. Matt, Scott, good to see you guys today. How are we doing? What's up, Brian? How are you doing today? Morning. I'm good. I'm good. Can't, Scott, can't, as can't always. Complain. Yeah, Scott, how you doing? Good to see I'm you. Great. Too. How about you? Yeah, can't, can't complain. Uh, guys, we're talking longevity planning today, but let's frame it up for our audience like we typically do to kind of get things rolling here. Matt, you know, Americans and their life expectancies these days are significantly higher than what we saw maybe generations ago. So the flip side to that, I mean, obviously, it's great. You want to live longer. But the flip side to that is that there's also a little bit of double-edged sword when your parents or your grandparents and people are living a little longer, wouldn't you say so? Oh, definitely, Ryan. You know, on, on the one hand, you may live to 90, 100, or even beyond. And so you got all kinds of time. Now you can cross off all the items on your bucket list and enjoy life. Um, so that's great. But, you know, living comfortably into your 90s and beyond means your wealth needs to be there potentially much longer than it's ever had to be for our ancestors. And so if you tack on that additional 10 or 15 or maybe even 20 years in your life, you could face the very real and dangerous possibility of running out of wealth and running out of money while you're still alive. And so the, the possibility is so you run out of money or you have so little left that your lifestyle becomes seriously compromised. So major medical bills and rising healthcare costs are going to potentially eat away at your savings. And so when you look at your financial plan, it could fail. And so if you haven't taken into account the extra, you know, 35, 40, 45 years into retirement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the best of wealth plans, right? If you're not factoring those years in, well, they weren't a part of that great plan. So Scott, then how are wealth managers these days, you know, addressing this issue as a whole, you know, which it sounds like there's an opportunity here, of course, but as you know, there's obviously some challenges along the way. Uh, sure. I mean, I, I just look at my own, you know, my own book of business, my own, my own clients. And I, of course, now, I've, now that I've been in the business 35 years, I have not taken as many of those unfortunate calls as you would expect where you find about, out about the death of your client, uh, which means that my, my book is older. Um, and I have a lot of, of, of older clients who are well into their late 80s and their 90s. Uh, so it's, it's been one of those things where it was imperative that we had 
conversations about longevity planning. It's become a, a component of any comprehensive wealth planning uh, and, and very increasingly important a part of every family's wealth management efforts. Um, like Matt said, we want to live as long as in a happy life as possible. And so if we treat that like a goal, we need to plan for it like any other goal. And uh, we need to determine what risks or hurdles are in the way of achieving that goal. So, you know, when we start looking at, you know, doing stress testing around this kind of thing and, and trying to determine what those inherent financial risks are and living to, you know, age 90, 100 or beyond, uh, then essentially we, we certainly arrive at the understanding that longevity planning is, is going to be about taking action to live longer rather than just letting it happen. Uh, and each and every, every action that we take can lead to other issues, which include financial ones, of course. And, uh, you know, obviously that's where wealth management comes into play. Sure, sure. Makes sense. Uh, so Matt, specifically speaking, what would you say are some ways then that wealth management is being used, you know, by the affluent really to help ensure that their wealth is, you know, well positioned to go the distance? It's a great question, Ryan. So one of the key aspects you want to look at when looking at longevity planning is, is concierge, concierge medicine. And so any discussion of funding that longer life should involve, well, how are you going to pay for this? The medical care. And so you and your loved ones can continue the lives uh, that are not only extended, but healthy. So read an article by Eleanor O'Sullivan regarding super agers, which if you don't know, super ager is those are people who are 100 or more, and really don't have any disease disability and just, you know, really active. And so you have that article that's out there. And then uh, a Harvard professor of genetics, David Sinclair wrote a book called lifespan, why we age and why we don't have to. And so when you look at that, that he's saying, you know, there's no biological limit, no law that says we must die at a certain age. And so we all want that. But the traditional healthcare system may not be able to keep up with demand. And there's great potential for people to fall through the cracks. And so kind of at its core, that concierge medicine is where for a fee, you pay and you're part of a, a physician's practice where you have, it's a limited ratio of patients to physicians. And so you get great access. So you have shorter wait times and you can actually spend time with that physician who knows you and knows everything about your specific healthcare um, scenarios. And so with that, the problem is though, this high quality concierge medicine, it can be extremely costly. And so depending on the care that you need or the providers, so you need to have that wealth management plan in place with the solutions to address all these potential costs of the concierge medical care, the specialized medical care. And so if you have that wealth, you have access to this. And so that's one area that you really want to look into. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No. And, and the concierge medicine, that's a great example there. Uh, Scott, do you guys maybe have any examples for us on how, you know, these wealth management solutions can maybe help support the use of something like concierge medicine to address healthcare concerns down the line? Sure. I, I think that one of the best hypotheticals is to imagine a very wealthy family who, you know, let's say they have, you know, 
30 million dollars or more in net worth and and most of it is tied up in their family business so therefore is illiquid uh and let's say that that you know one of those family members that the business owner uh, for example requires very expensive as matt was alluding to you know the kind of concierge medicine state-of-the-art treatments that may even involve foreign travel uh you know significant rehabilitation that kind of thing uh, being able to financially prepare for such a situation, uh, it's, it's where I can give you the example of taking that concierge medicine to, a, to the point where we're doing genomic testing, uh, where we can actually be instrumental in preserving the family business by knowing, you know, through that genome testing, what, what are the, the probabilities of a certain disease or a certain condition that they could in fact get out ahead of because they have the kind of wealth that can secure um, that kind of uh, health care. So in that case, the advanced use of uh, the advanced use of certain forms of wealth management, uh, you know, can be potentially uh, very effective in addressing these healthcare needs, especially when you think about the tax efficient ways that you need to go about doing this. Uh, so with, you know, with medical costs, obviously continuing to rise and age working against you, uh, you need to manage these financial assets in such a way that accounts for uh, living longer and, and being able to uh, ensure that you're going to live a long and well-lived well life. Uh, I mean, after all, as an investor, you, you always think about what are you going to walk away with and not necessarily how much you're earning. Uh, so, thinking in terms of your health, you want to, you want to understand that, it, that you can have a great performing asset or great performing investment that can become pretty mediocre after taxes. So when we're thinking about health, though, where there might be some deductibility in, in some of those expenses, we want to be really conscious in our planning of setting aside assets potentially to mitigate the tax bite from certain investments when we stress test this kind of hypothetical situation. Oh, no, that's great, Scott. No, thanks. Uh, Matt, in your eyes, are there any other wealth management concerns? I know we just kind of talked through one. Are there any other wealth management concerns that should be factored into you know creating this longevity plan for somebody? Well, certainly, Ryan. Longevity planning should take into account estate planning. And you know, with longer lifespans, people and families may need to rethink their existing estate plan and their entire mindset about wealth transfer. You know, the potential to live much longer can create an estate planning minefield for wealthy families, as well as their wealth managers and tax experts. And so you really need to look at your estate plan. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the minefield. Talk to me about some of these issues that might pop up here, because I'm sure, especially with regards to wealth transfer in this this moment, you know, maybe a family member's waiting for that moment to happen for for the matriarch or patriarch, uh, you know, to pass away and an inheritance to come. So I would imagine there's this is I love that you use the word minefield. Talk talk me through what some of those minds look like. Well, I've seen. Uh a situation very recently where, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this, where you have a business owner who's already into their 70s. And because uh, their lifestyle is a very healthy one, you can, you can sense that they're going to live a lot longer. So I've seen a business owner who's, who's active well into his mid 90s uh, at, at, at the business that he built. And, you know, one of the things that has to be the next question is, 
how is he going to pass this business on to somebody else who might be in their 70s by the time they inherit it? Uh, you know, somebody in their 70s might typically be thinking about retirement themselves or already in retirement. And because they have a 100-year-old mother or father who owns a business, may not be prepared to inherit that business at that, that age. So with that longevity of life in mind, obviously that kind of planning needs to be discussed. Uh, you, if you put yourself in that position, you can imagine, you know, how prepared would you be at age 70 to take over a business like that? So controlling wealth until death has been a common practice, but uh, certainly in this kind of a situation, it could lead to some pretty unfortunate and, and, and ugly family confrontations from not thinking this through. Uh, so this philosophy of, of just hanging out or controlling wealth until death can, can lead to some pretty poor estate plans, uh, especially when the people involved live a long time. And in the cases where uh, the wealth holders are living a very long time, it's their responsibility to construct the estate plans that are going to clearly spell out uh, what's to happen. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, this whole process... I mean, boy, is there a lot that goes into it, right, with longevity planning. I feel like I'm a broken record saying there's a lot that goes into it just about with any conversation we have on this show. But with regard to longevity planning, given all these factors, Scott, that, that Scott just mentioned, Matt, that you've been mentioning, Matt, what would you say people who want to prepare for these longer lives, what should they be asking themselves or maybe discussing with their advisors to get this ball rolling? What, what does that look like? So, so as you move forward, here's three questions. Again, these are not all encompassing, but three that, that you can start with is, are you concerned? Are you as concerned as you should be about the rising healthcare costs, state of the art treatment costs, potentially causing you to run out of money, especially if you live to a hundred or beyond? Two, are you adequate, adequately concerned about how living to a hundred or older could impact your assets, your ability to pass those assets on to your loved ones, according to your wishes, and as you see fit using smart estate planning strategies. And, and third, are you working with a wealth manager and tax experts who are knowledgeable about longevity planning, who can help you take steps to afford the healthcare you want and leave a legacy on your terms? Sure. And so once that's done, guys, how do you how does somebody get started with really putting solutions in place to make sure that they're adequately addressing, you know, those three pretty big questions that uh, Matt just brought up? Well, it, it, like always, it depends. Uh, if you're at all uncertain about your current advisor's ability to address these longevity related threats uh, to your financial well-being, then you certainly would want to consider seeking out a second opinion. Um, one of the things that uh, we've talked about in prior episodes is the importance of stress testing, uh, coming up with all of the hypotheticals um, of the what ifs that could happen uh, over the course of a lifetime, and especially in when we're talking about a long lifetime, uh, we can we can throw in different hypotheticals to see if there's any gaps in the plan or if the plan would actually uh, uh, be effective uh, in the in the event that somebody lives till till their age 100 or that they develop some sort of a, um, an illness uh, that would require um, you know, more care uh, for themselves. So a comprehensive review of where you're at today is always important. And you know, if we can determine what those gaps are, it gives us a little bit of a head start. Uh, you, you can probably agree that addressing these problems now 
is is a lot better than trying to wait two decades from now to, to uh, tackle this uh, when you know quite honestly your health might preclude you from being able to make those kind of corrections. So um, I think it's just always as it always is. It's always important to get started now and as soon as possible. Roger that, Scott. And, and for anybody out in our audience who's you know with us today on this show and and maybe the what you're saying is resonating with them. Maybe they do have a current wealth manager that, uh, you know, they'd like to get a second opinion, you know, from their, their plan that they currently have in place, or maybe they're not even working with anybody and they want to reach out to you guys to just open up a dialogue and see where they fall into line with this, this concept of longevity planning. What would you guys say is the best way they could get in touch with you and your team to uh, just, you know, book that discovery session or just open up a dialogue in general? Sure. For the, the best way is the traditional way. Pick up the phone, 517-333-7967, or head to our website, morrisonnordman.com, and you can go there and click on and uh, request more information. Set up a call. Who doesn't want to be who doesn't want to be a super ager, right, Ryan? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just about putting the right plan in place to make sure that you can get there and enjoy exactly. it along the way, of course, right? You know, it's that path to abundant living. That's what we all want. So uh guys, look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day. You've got some clients to go serve. We'll let you get back to doing that. But uh looking forward to jumping back on the next one with you both. Thanks, Ryan. Have a great day. You too. Alrighty, thanks guys. And hey, look, as always, we're going to take one final moment and thank you, and that's our audience, for joining us, being with us here on the show today. If you enjoyed today's conversation, you took anything away from it, maybe you learned something or two about this idea of longevity planning, do us a favor, subscribe to the show on whichever platform that you check this out on today, and then of course share this information with friends, family, business owners, anybody that you think would benefit from these types of conversations. You know, at the end of the day, we're really just taking the same strategies and solutions and ultimately conversations that Matt and Scott are having with their clients. And we're just bringing them to you guys right here on this show. And we've got some great topics keyed up for some future episodes. And we would hate to have you miss out on any of those, you know, pertinent conversations to you and yours and what you have in store for your future. So for Matt, for Scott, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you being with us here on today's episode of Path to Abundant Living. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors. Morrison, Norman & Associates and Securities America are separate entities. All investing involves risk, including the possible risk of principal.